Blog Talk Radio. It's time for Standing on My Soapbox, the daily rant and radio show. We talk about all of the good, bad, and the ugly of current events. Join your host, Scott Fullerton, and co-host, Craig Hurley. You, our listeners, are invited to call in and stand on our soapbox with us. Call 347-989-0126 between 4 and 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday through Friday. That's 347-989-0126. Now, here are your host and creator, Scott Fullerton, and co-host, Craig Hurley. Well, welcome, everyone, standing on my soapbox. It is Tuesday, July 16th, 2019. We hope your week is starting out fantastic for all of you out there. I'm your host, Scott Fullerton. In just a bit, I'll be joined by my co-host, actor and writer, Craig Hurley. We are live Monday through Friday, your call-in talk radio show where we talk about the news, the politics, and pop culture stories of the day. We encourage you to give us a call. Let us know if you, whether you agree or disagree with our take on things. And feel free to bring up any subjects of importance to you. We'll talk about anything here. The number to call is 347-989-0126. That's 347-989-0126. We'll be taking calls for the next hour, so let's step up onto my soapbox and start talking. Craig, how are we doing today? Doing all right. How are you doing, sir? Good. You had a little weird feedback there going for a second. I'm doing good. But uh, I was, I was on speaker and mute and uh, all sorts of things. There you go. Gotcha. What's going on with you today? Anything fun and exciting? Surviving the heat? Mm, it's 108 in Vegas. It's 108. Five. Wow. That would be effing hot. That would be five. Yeah. That's my that's my <laughs> weather forecast for the day in Vegas. Five. Yeah, no, yeah, people got to uh, watch out for this. Humid heat. here today. People got to watch out for this heat. This heat's a killer. Um, there's a lot of heat stroke. There's a lot of people having heart attacks. There's a lot of people that need water. So mainly about being hydrated through this, no matter what you're doing. If you're just walking or sitting or anything in this heat, you know, stay hydrated. And I know that's Definitely. tough too because stay hydrated we don't really check offer on your you. Neighbors. Check on your neighbors that, and make yeah, sure their air conditioning's working. Yeah, if their air conditioning isn't working, they're screwed. Uh, they need to, uh, like, go to an air conditioned place. Fans aren't enough. There are different ways to to cut the heat. You know, you could put ice cubes in front of a fan, but um, it's not going to do what you actually need it to do, especially if you're in, you know, like a a mobile home or something like that. So, because those are just heating up and just tin cans. This is true. That's all they are, big old tin cans. Agreed. Well, we are going to have this weekend a little heat. We're hoping the humidity goes away because it's going to be – 93 to 95 degrees this Friday, Saturday, Sunday in Northeast Ohio, which is very high for us. Our average temperature in summer is between 80 and 85. So it's going to be very, very warm for us. And if the humidity goes away, it's fine. If the humidity stays, then we're going to be in a little bit of trouble. So we'll see what happens. Not looking forward to, but we're also supposed to, it's supposed to come in contact with Barry in the next day or so. So I don't think the humidity is going to go away. We'll see what happens. So I don't know. We're going to get the remnants of Barry coming up through the Ohio Valley here soon as well. Yeah, Iowa Iowa today is getting some of the remnants of Barry and Nebraska. They're getting tornadoes. It's currently happening right now. Yeah. So that's the same show. That'll head your direction. It's really a slow mover. Barry is just sitting. There's nothing pushing it no. out of the way, so we yeah, don't really have any other high-pressure systems or low-pressure systems that are pushing it out of the way. It's a pretty powerful system. And when you look at it, it's not that far from where it first started out a week and a half ago before it went south and came back north again. So it's, it hasn't yeah. made it too far if you look at it in general purposes. So Yeah, yeah no, it's wild. just sitting. Very, very good. Well, what's on your hot button today? Anything uh, 
hitting hot? Well, I, mean, I started to we... talk about an issue that was uh, an issue of national security, both for Canada and for the United States. Yesterday, um, a woman was left on an airplane in Canada and uh, left on an airplane overnight. And she woke up. I don't know if she had, you know, taken some sleeping pill or something, but she woke up and was in a dark plane and it was nighttime. And so it's pitch black in there. And she went to the cockpit and actually was like afraid to put anything on. Plus, she suffers from anxiety issues in the first place. So um, uh, she she went to the cockpit, try, found a walkie-talkie, was afraid to touch any buttons because she didn't, you know, you're in a cockpit of a 737. What are you going to do? Uh, you, right. you, know, you might touch the wrong button, and pretty soon you've got the engines rolling. So um, I, I, uh, she found a walkie-talkie and didn't know how to use the walkie-talkie. Couldn't figure out how to turn it on and, and how to get it to work. And then um, found a flashlight and was able to uh well her phone had died right before that so that's the reason why she didn't have a flashlight she actually got a phone call or a text out to somebody before her phone died uh, before her battery died um oh, wow. uh, saying that i that i'm that i'm trapped on a, on the plane from from the flight that she had just taken and uh and then uh she opened the door and, you know, she's 40 to 50 feet in the air. I think it's like 47.3 feet in the air. Um, right. I, I don't know. We're pulling that number out of my ass. But it, it, the, uh, she's really high in the air, dude. She's a couple stories in the air because she's on a plane. And she opens the door. And, of course, the passageway isn't there because they retract that, um, that, that walkway that we walk through to get onto a plane. And, uh, and then and she's hanging out the door. Because there's nobody around. There's no one. And a cart, a guy that's uh, traveling along with luggage, uh, that's a luggage, uh, uh, you know, he puts luggage on the planes. He's driving with those carts. And she hits him with the flashlight. And and he he pulls over and he gives her a, he takes the ladder out, the stairs, the staircase, and brings it over to her. And she's able to get off the plane. However... This is an issue of national security because had it been a – and right now she's in court with uh, – it's United, I think. And, uh, and because, dude, if she had been a terrorist, she had the opportunity to not only mess with that plane, but she had the opportunity to mess with the entire airport and every plane there. Because she had gotten you know, into an area where it's a secure area. You're not supposed to you're not supposed to be allowed to be there if you're just a civilian. So unless right. you have some type of authorization, and it's federal, it's a freaking airport. So <clears throat> it's a it's a, an issue of national security for us, and it's an issue issue of national security for them. And how do you leave somebody behind? How do you not know that there's somebody on the plane? You can't lock it down. You're, that's part of the security. That's part of what they go through. That's the process they go through to make sure that a, a plane is secure. So, you know, I, I am just, I, I, am, I tried to bring it up yesterday, but you said it wasn't relevant. And I'm like, relevant? Yeah, dude, it's an issue of national security. So, you know, I'm, I'd, I'd, I'd like to talk about that. So, are you there? Yeah, I would, I would say it's more of an issue of incompetence. Um, you're right. It could have been, if it was a terrorist, there could have been a yeah, problem. Yeah, a terrorist. I don't, think, uh, I don't think a terrorist would have fallen asleep. I think they would have hidden somewhere. No, so they would have more hidden. more in ineptness of the airline than Absolutely. a national security issue. But you're right. I see what you're where you're coming from. Oh, no, it is. A, it it was, is a national security issue. The FBI is involved now. The ATF is involved now. The CIA is involved now. So it's a, it is an issue. It is an issue of national security. It's not that it's not that um, uh, they, they have brought it to that point. I haven't. I, I'm just reporting the news is all I'm doing. So it, they've brought it to that point. And she has too. the, the passenger that was trapped on the plane. It's absolutely ridiculous. 
that something like that could happen to somebody and that somebody could just sneak on a plane. Somebody could be hiding. And they weren't able to find not a sleeping passenger, but let alone, you know, what if somebody's hiding? Weren't able to find well, them That's either. what I said. I think it's more ineptness than anything else. Um, yeah. Like I said, if if she was asleep, it, she's, I just read the article, and she was asleep, yeah. stranded to her, she was strapped asleep. to her chair. So it's not like yep. she was in a compartment no, nobody could find her in or everything. <laughs> right. so, uh, yeah, she's hiding in the overhead. No, she's yeah. right there in her seat. So, I mean, that would be a it's different, a that would, I would see where that could be national security if someone was left there, but I don't see national security through ineptness. Uh, but that means that they actually they actually didn't check didn't check everything else. They, you know, right. I mean, what else didn't they check if they didn't find somebody that was in their seat? Right. So you know, yeah, it's 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 just dangerous all the way around, and especially for the person that, that got trapped. She was she said she was freaking out. She didn't she you know woke up and didn't even know where she was. She's oh, freaking that, out. yeah. Yeah, like Dude, that said, had to be I kind mean, of scary. <laughs> well, sure, and obviously if she has anxiety order anywhere, that's why she's probably asleep on the plane. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, no, she probably to took like you know an Ambien or some shit. Strong. Yeah, she <laughs> she uh, probably took a Klonopin, knocked her ass out for the flight, and then woke right. up to pitch black. <laughs> Nightmare. Nightmare. Yeah. Very, very well. And then wild. having to get herself get herself out of it, you know, that's another thing. It's like you got to open up the door. And we, you know, got to follow all those instructions on the door. So, right, just a nightmare. No, uh, that would so be. So what else is going uh, on besides besides thing. racist in chief? What else is happening? I, I seriously don't want to give orange supremacist any more airtime than he's already gotten. Uh, he's a waste of airtime. And right now, currently, right this very second, Congress is uh, finding uh, is I don't know exactly what they're doing, but they're condemning his racist comments. And they there's some type of formality that they have to go through on when they're condemning something that the that the president says. So they're going through it right now. Currently, Congress is can, has has gotten together and they're all talking. Right, and it's turned into a circus. Well, it's turned into a circus because because what happened was Nancy Pelosi actually called him a racist on the floor. And so there is an arcane rule of Congress where you can't say anything bad about another person in Congress or the president. And so Republicans all of a sudden threw up red flag, and they made the vote about Nancy Pelosi that they had to strike it from the record. She called him a racist because you can't right. say anything bad about someone on the floor. Whether it's true or not, not, it doesn't I, matter. I, dude, no, they, accordingly. I've heard them say a whole bunch. Of, okay, but so you can say it on Twitter. You just can't say it on the floor of Congress, right? Exactly. Because exactly. I've heard them trashing each other. I've seen them. Everybody has. Everybody's no, heard it. Ridiculous. Everybody's seen it. Yeah. Right. No, you can't say it when you're when you're so in you session in Congress. Stupidest rule I've ever heard my entire life. <laughs> it might that, hurt their uh, delicate sensibilities. Exactly. I mean, oh, are you freaking kidding me? Such thin skin. They've got Unbelievable. Such thin skin. <laughs> I and of call course, you nobody. Even though you made racist statements. Right. Yeah, and Kevin McCarthy and O'Connell are are defending the Trump, saying, "Oh, it's not oh, racist. It wasn't racist whatsoever." Um, it just, and then they're trying to put on the Democrats for making a political issue. The whole reason he's saying this is to rile up his political base and to make it a political issue for the 2020 election. But they have the audacity to say that the Democrats are trying to make this a political issue. It just, it, hey, it just, I, I, people of people of color. I'm 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 a white dude, right? People of color, you outnumber us right now as far as the voting is concerned. So get out there and vote. Seriously, all of you, get out there and vote. And then you don't want to have to worry about it. You'll then have a president that's in there that's at least semi-representing you. Because right now you're not being represented. So get out and vote. All, it would all be the minorities join together. If all of them join together, guess what? They're more powerful than any of the white people. 
The white well, people are, are, yes are and losing no. in this right now. No, yes dude, and no. We're, right we're now, not, we're still we're white people. No, dude, we're we're on a smaller number than any of the. If they collectively got together, I'm saying collectively, that they collectively get together and they collectively vote, and they all vote the same. You can't vote for some other person because it's going to just absolutely ruin it for the person that is trying to win or that will win if you vote for them. So collectively, there are more of them than there are of us. We are becoming a minority, and that's part of the problem. It's hard to accept that. It's hard for white people to accept that they're a minority. Right. It's coming that way. We it's not quite there yet, but it's becoming that way very soon. It's, and it's, the same with, it's the same with women. It's the same with women and guys, just the gender. Uh, there are more women now on the planet for the first time than ever before. There are more women now than there are men. So right now is your opportunity. Women, you need it. You're a minority, but you, do, you can rule. You, you, there are more of you if you collectively get together. So, but they're not collectively getting together on shit, but they need to. They absolutely need to in order to be this because it's such a small percentage now. White people are like 33% now of the United States. We're not, we're not a big part of the United States anymore. So what are you collectively, talking about? they could absolutely right? no, white stop is still, us as far as population. It hasn't got that far yet. Um, oh, yeah, it has, dude. And the Latinos, like, outnumber like crazy. They're like 43%, dude. They're a huge amount. So if they collectively got together, they could absolutely just pummel us. And they should. Stop complaining. We'll stop find worrying out. About if, stop yeah, worrying we'll... about the voter suppression. Go up against it and go in there and vote. Just simply vote. Show up and vote. And don't worry. Yeah, don't we'll find out in the 2020 census. Yeah, that's 2020. For sure. if, but yep. they have to announce. I mean, in 2010, 10 years ago, um, it was still 60% white. So we haven't we haven't gone that low in ten Yeah, we're not there yet. I mean, we're not. We're I don't far think we're going to find it. So yeah, we're white's still outnumber. Yeah, but we're 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 still still the minority, but it's getting slim reach here. So it, it's it's gonna it's gonna be very interesting. But that's I think the whole reason why they wanted to put this. If anybody else has got any there. stats out there that's that's listening on whether or not the white population in the United States has dwindled to thirty uh, percent. Please give me a call, 347-989-0126, because it's dwindled go. like crazy. And that's and it's actually fine with me. I, I, you know, this isn't – the United States is not about just white people. Sorry, it's not. And I'm white. Right. Irish, French, Dutch, and English. So I'm white all the way around, except for the little tiny, tiny, tiny bit of me that's Cherokee. Right. Well, according to – the Google machine, like I said, the Google machine says that um, white non-Hispanic, as of 2018, are still at 60%. But that's just according to Google. That's all I have to go by. But according well, to the population right. by race 2018, it shows that if you include Hispanic, then it's more. But the, the racial makeup of the United States, demographics and everything... And this is going by what Latinos. the Google machine says. That's all I have to go by. Hispanics is actually a specific area. So it comes from Hispanola. It comes from Puerto Rico. Hispanic does. Latinos is what they all are. And I don't know where this Latinx bullshit comes from either. But it's Latinos. And Latinas. Because otherwise you're like, you're saying Oriental when you should be saying Asian. Does that make sense? Right. Right, exactly. You know, that's that's all I'm pointing on the on the Hispanic thing. It's a it's a it, it's a regional thing. And uh, you know, it, it mainly comes. Oh out yeah, in certain areas, like definitely, and if you were in Southern California, that is mostly Hispanic compared to the white no, that's population. Mostly Latino. Definitely, that's mostly yeah. Latino. Yeah. Right. I'm talking about no, the word Hispanic. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, it's very specific. It's very regional. Everybody else is Latinos. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's that's what At we're going what on there. At least what this gringo understands. <laughs> I'm, just, right, I'm right. just trying to be supportive for my, you know, brown-skinned uh, uh, brothers and sisters. So, 
you know, that's a, this gringo is, you know, from what he understands of the culture, you know, it's, a, it's very, it, it breaks down specifically, just like I just said with the Asians. It's the same thing, like Oriental. And there's like this stuff called Oriental noodles. We go, go to food. Um, but uh, there's this stuff called Oriental noodles. And I'm like, how can you sell Oriental noodles? That's, that's, that's racist. That's derogatory. That's, that's like, and it's regional. Oriental is regional. How can you, you know, and then like say that it's Asian food. And it's like, well, wait, dude, it really is kind of harsh just within itself. So, you know, it's like the, the different companies that, and it's an Asian company, you know, it's like they're, they're kind of, they're kind of harsh within themselves as well. So right. I'm just trying to, you know, I'm just trying to like, you know, put the, put the actual verbiage into place. So. Gotcha. Very, very, very cool. Very important. Verbiage is very yes, important. Yes, it is. And I was trying to find uh, out more about dictator, dude. And dictator, I, I still don't know. It's Latin for dictate, which means to give to give instruction. And then it shifted into authorita- authoritarian in Rome. And when they were calling on a dictator, they named him a dictator, in, in case of emergency. It's in case a king dies immediately. And they, they need to fill the spot. And so they would call on a dictator, which was usually like, the the hand of the king it was usually like the the dude that was standing next to him and it wasn't necessarily a queen so it was a dictator and i'm still trying to trying to find it's latin in origin and it goes way back but you know i'm I'm still trying to figure that out too i was you know i'm like how where is the actual origin of that and why does it actually happen that way why does it start with dick and I know that it's not a, you know, that it's not something that, that, that should. It's like, how, where is that? Where does all that stem from? And a lot of it is in our current verbiage. And I'm like, okay, well, we're, we're all manipulating the hell out of stuff that was written 2,000 years ago. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I know it means says or say or something is what it means in Latin. Um, DIC right. means but, so and I know the word dick, like, doesn't mean that, that you're a jerk. It, it didn't mean that until, like, the early 1800s. They started using the word dick for somebody that's What's that's two different a, spellings, a, too? We're talking D-I-C and, and dick. Oh, no, absolutely two different. Right. Yeah, no, and, and, no, I right. think it was D-Y. I think there was a D-Y in there when it first came out that way. And, and then it wasn't in the United States, uh, slang-wise, until it was written down in, like, 1960s even. I mean, it's like it's way, way, you know, in our current, in in our current vernacular, and uh, so, you know, I, I'm just wondering why it all kind of comes from that, and these guys are are actually being what the word is derived, you know, and that's what I'm looking for is the actual origin origination of it. So it's hard to find, man. And you know, digging that stuff up, hard to find stuff that's that's yeah. actually not documented. It's interesting, though. I love words. Words are so interesting. I was my favorite part of English was diagramming sentences and figuring out where all the words came from and what different things meant. It's really a fascinating study when you look into it. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, oh, no, I've been fascinated can, by words, too. Words I'm an actor. Words are obviously. Obviously, I'm right, fascinated exactly. by words. Yeah, fascinated exactly. by the way people phrase things like Shakespeare. So, yeah, uh, I love words, too. I tried to I tried to open my mouth to let big words come right out because I got a big ass mouth. So um, and I'm you know very opinionated normally. Um, I do try to listen, uh, but you know it's a that's a that's a Peter Gabriel lyric from uh, Big Time. Try to open my mouth to let those big words come right out. So I'm constantly looking for other words to use other than the two or three syllable words that I have been taught. They like to keep us dumb. Right. You just have to know your audience and hope that they know the same words. Because <laughs> unfortunately, know, we're not as educated as we were one nice time. Word. And so uh, I said, well, unfortunately, we're not as educated as we once were. And so we unfortunately have to dumb down yeah. our Depending on yeah, our audience no, we've, we've always, well, I, I don't want to underestimate our audience or my audience. I, I don't, I, I, I can't. 
Um, I have to think that they are free thinkers. I have to think that they, I, you know, I'm hoping they disagree uh, because then they have some opinion on what's happening. And then I'm hoping they agree because right. then they still have some opinion on what's happening. And then, you know, and, and I'm hoping that they laugh. I'm hoping that they hear truth and not just a bunch of bullshit being spewed that they're hearing on every other podcast. So, you know, those are, that's the stuff that I'm hoping. I'm hoping that they're listening and they're like, yeah, this is just like, you know, some type of conversation between two dudes and, you know, yeah, it gets political and it gets, you know, freaking they talk about some, yeah. like, we're not really talking about anything right now. I mean, we're talking about each other's opinions and the way we actually react to each other. We're not even, we're not even freaking talking about anything. So I, I'm hoping that people are like listening to that and going, yeah, you know, that's, that's kind of what I want to hear instead of just a barrage of just crap. And uh, yesterday we talked about God and, and Mr. Rogers for like 20 minutes. And I'm like, dude, with that, you know, that, and especially coming from me, I'm agnostic at best. So, you know, that's what our topics are. That's what our, that's what our show is. That's what our, that's what we do. And that's what I'm hoping our audience gets from it, that they're like, oh yeah, we can, you know, we can have these opinions and everybody has their opinions and, and we can jump in three, four, seven, nine, eight, nine, zero, one, two, six, and give our own opinions and, you know, possibly battle it out, but on the phone, nobody's getting hurt. So, you know, it's all just verbiage. And once again, background of verbiage and words. You know, and how you put them together. Exactly. Am I, am I just talking shit? <laughs> no, I love it. It's exactly <laughs> right. Shit, you know, we want people is. to you know, we call be able about, to talk about whatever the hell. Join the conversation. Exactly. That's why I said yep. in the beginning of the show, we're here to to talk about the news of the day, but we want to hear your opinions. And if we veer off, we'd like to, we'll talk about anything. So if you have something different you want to talk about, we're always here to talk about it. Just give us a call. It's very, very interesting and fun to hear other people's points of view and different things regionally that are more important than we might even Dude, know we've about. We've had some great callers. We've had some absolutely great callers. I've, I've yeah, actually really enjoyed have. every single caller that we've had, from David to Bobby to Tapioca to uh, uh, freaking Chris. Dude, Chris's conversations were awesome, man. There was just all this oh, yeah. legal jargon being thrown around, you know, and then Joe, you know, I mean, Joe inspired me to go out and look out, you know, look up more stuff on, on Madoff. So, you know, and Madoff, dude, you know, he says it himself. He, there are names that were given out and there are different companies that folded at that time. And everybody that was involved knew except for the people that were getting shafted. Everybody else knew because they were making money over money and they didn't want to turn and say that they, that I don't want to lose my yacht. You know, I, I don't want to give up this money that I just, that I just made. I don't want to do that. So all these right. multimillionaires are, are, are not saying a word where everybody else is getting freaking screwed. And it was only 15 years. It's not like he did it from the time he was, you know, commissioner of NASDAQ or whatever the hell. I don't have that list in front of me. I don't have any of my list in front of me, but he's a list of a whole bunch of securities agencies that he was head of. So extremely trusted as far as the world money is concerned, as far as being able to make sure that, you know, the world money is, is going good. And it was the Ponzi, Ponzi scheme was a side bet for all the rich dudes and all the rich dudes made a lot of money on that. And that, and he didn't turn over on him. He's not a snitch. That's how he's escaped. Out. But anyway, uh, I didn't mean to get off on, on Bernie Madoff, um, but uh, yeah, that's the that's the type of that's the type of show that we have, dude. You know, we just jump from one thing to another. Where are we at, by the way? I need something to drink. And I'm not talking about alcohol. I'm talking about actual water because it's 108 freaking degrees outside, and I'm outside. So we're at exactly half hour through, so we'll go ahead and put a little song Excellent. on here. I need a break. So let's play a little Brian, Justin, Crum in circles. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes. You're we don't have to... any, like, rage against the machine, yeah. you know, uh, killing in the name of. We don't, we don't... <laughs> no, we'll play a little circles. And give us a call, 347-989-0126. We'll be back in just a few minutes. I didn't expect you to have any rage against the machine. <laughs> <laughs> 
shut down my throat closed up and all this i just couldn't breathe and i'm not blaming snickers um but it it is a peanut allergy thing and i at that moment um had uh tested and and i have peanut allergies and and uh, the peanut family includes things like cashews so you know every once in a while i i do this thing it's like the the way the kings and queens used to do it too they had a little bit of arsenic 
to their to their wine so that they can never be poisoned by arsenic because they know their body knows how it can how it's supposed to react to it. So I don't know if it's actually working that I poison myself every once in a while with, you know, eating a couple of cashews here, or eating a couple of peanuts there and, you know, that type of stuff. But um, it's, right. it, you know, to me, it's like, it's, it's so that my body doesn't go into shock. If I happen to chow down on some Chinese food that was cooked with peanut oil. So, you know, that, you know, because that does happen in life where you can't be exactly sure what everything that you eat is cooked in. So or cooked with, and there's all sorts of ingredients that can be allergies. So man, that's, all. that's all I was, we were talking about that when we were, off air. What else were we talking about? Talking about something that else. That was pretty much it. I mean, I've been very fortunate. I've not, I'm not had one allergy to anything except for Irish spring soap when I was young and nice. uh, never had any allergy to any kind of food, thank goodness. I've really, so I don't that's why you don't take a shower. Had, no. I've only had five Come on, headaches that was really funny. in my entire life that I can count, count all my headaches on one hand. I don't get headaches either. So I've been very lucky that way. So well, I, I got migraines. Like I got migraines a lot when I was a kid, and uh, then I smoked some weed, and when I was in high school, and it instantly got rid of my migraine. That's the only reason that I that I was smoking it was to because I couldn't find anything to get rid of my migraine, and uh, I smoked some weed and it alleviated it and. From you know, they're on in any time that you know I feel a, a headache coming on, or I feel you know because migraines can actually be debilitating, and uh, they, I mean they just level you. They, at least they do for me, and I used to get them every day. So um, you know, I I no longer do. Uh, anytime I feel that there's a migraine coming on, I take a hit, and I'm using you know using it as preventative medicine, and it's it's weird because I've been doing it for. 20 years and being called out on it, you know, for, for being a pothead. And then now we go legal and the science behind a lot of weed is medicinal and it's all about medicinal qualities and that, that marijuana and THC and CBDs, all of the above uh, uh, contain. And for how many different ailments, that we all have <clears throat> that we, you know, it may not be a migraine that you have, but you may have like sciatica pain and dude, it'll get rid of your sciatica in a freaking second. Your back pain is gone, man. Take a hit and it's gone. So you're able to lead some type of quality of life. And that's, you know, that's everybody. Everybody's got some type of ailment of some kind. And, right. and weed, weed tends to um, numb those areas is what it tends to do. It, it go, you know, it doesn't, it's not like cocaine where cocaine actually attacks the, ple- attacks the pleasure center of the brain where it's not like that. We actually have, um, uh, we're born with receptors in our brain for CBD and for THC. We're, we're born with them. It's not something that, you know, it's not something, it's God-given. It's right. I was born with it. It's got to be God-given, right? So the, where we don't have alcohol receptors. I don't know if we have cocaine receptors. Yeah. I haven't looked far enough into that. We probably do. We probably have opiate receptors as well. I mean, we're, as humans, we're highly addicted to all of these substances. So we want them all the time. Right. So those of us that do them so, or have done them. So, you know. It's a, so there's gotta be something to that. And then, but alcohol, alcohol, there are no receptors. They, they haven't found anything. All it does, all alcohol does is burn holes in your brain. That's all it does. So that's how it's getting you high, but it can't be good to be burning holes in your brain and in your liver and oh. in your kidney. And it, it attacks every single major organ when you take a shot. Right. Of so I hope we're not looking for alcohol sponsors, are we? <laughs> I don't think so. I think we're okay in there. We're good. No, we're, we're not looking any for for Bacardi or anybody <laughs> for them as sponsors. <laughs> not that I'm not. That I, you know, I, I, there's some things like beers. There, dude, the human race would not. And and beers a little different than hard alcohol that I'm talking about, um, because the human race would not have survived different. 
uh, events in history, uh, like the bubonic plague. We would not have survived if it wasn't for beer because you couldn't drink the water. So all the water was completely polluted, a lot like it is now. Um, so beer uh, fermented and boiled, um, it's, it's uh, a way for your body to actually survive. You don't even need to eat. We found that out with a dude um, uh, for Lent that gave up uh, food. The guy gave up food. All he did was drink beer all day long. And he lost 44 pounds in 44 days. <laughs> he, didn't eat, he didn't eat not a thing. And completely survived. No problem. No problems at all with his organs or anything. No problem. I'm just losing weight. Right, right, right. Let's go back into the news of the day. See if anybody wants to call in and we could talk about that. There's a couple of things that I found interesting out there. Um, couple, uh, we talked about it a while back where uh, Abigail Disney, um, one of the original uh, Disney heirs. She's a granddaughter having, of Walt. Yeah, right. Walt's granddaughter. Having trouble with uh, some of the... <clears throat> Uh, pay inequity of Disney. Well, she's been having a lot of um, Disney employees kind of message her on Instagram saying they're having a hard time. So she went down to kind of talk to them incognito, I guess. And I don't know. I'm yeah, no, they didn't this. know they were talking. They didn't know they were talking to Abigail. The different right. people that she talked to, they didn't know that they were talking to, you know, the person that actually is their boss. So um, it, it, I thought that was really cool of her to do an undercover boss type thing. And right. uh, she got a lot of information. Yeah, I, I was reading up on the same stuff. She got a lot of information, and she's not happy. She's not happy with the way that the people on the lower echelon of the employees are treated. Not right. even, even middle management at Disneyland or yeah. in, in, in Disney, period. Um, they're, they're even, you know, yes, they've got some really cool benefits. I actually know somebody who is already retired, uh, and he's 50-something, 50 51, 52, from Disneyland. And, it, and he's got amazing benefits and amazing pension and loved working there the time that, that he worked there. So he had no, you know, he has no problems with it. But she sees that that actually, that individual, um, Abigail, sees that that person should have made more. Even if they're happy with where they're at, they they should have made more. Well, I'm I kind of I'm on the fence on it. I read the entire article, and I definitely like the point of Bob Iker making way too much money. I mean, he's making sixty six million dollars a year um, when some of these employees For are what? making nothing. But the thing is, um, yeah, when other employees are making nine fifty an hour. Well, that's the whole thing, though. They're not. And Disneyland's starting wage is $15 an hour, which is what we're trying to right. get the no, rest of the country to. Right. No, it's actually pretty good. It's a living wage. Yeah, it's, right. it's, it's a living but wage. For it's actually pretty good. It's not. That's the problem, I think. I, I oh, think no, that could be a problem. All. It's just the idea, because the median salary of a Disney employee is 46000 Like, in Ohio, that's huge. In California, right. not really so much. So it's really Dude, 46, kind of... 46000 doesn't even cover your mortgage. In right. California, I mean, it's very tough. So it cover your annual mortgage. So it just I'm I'm very much on the fence of it. I think it's very fair. I mean, fifteen dollars an hour, like I said, is what the rest of the country is trying to get to. So they're already ahead right. of the game. I think it's just right. the California complexity that's the problem. And is that the company's problem or is that California's problem? I don't know. It's a very tough. Uh, Tough situation. I'm not sure how I feel about it because it's just very wild. Well, you said in Ohio, forty-six thousand. How does good. she feel about Disney World in Florida? Has she? Um, does she? You know, is there? Didn't talk is there about a discrepancy it there? I'm not really sure. Yeah, I, I didn't. It didn't really go into that, which is a great point. I think we should look into that um, because I don't think she did. She didn't go into that part at all. Uh, but it's because like, the cost of living in standard in Florida is different. Yeah. So I, I'm just wondering. It, I just think it's a very interesting. I love that. I think she's 100% right, and we know that corporate earnings compared to what the regular employees making, uh, CEOs should be not be making thousands of times more than their lowest employees. I believe that 100%. Um, 
But again, are they above and beyond what most companies are making in the middle of the country? Yes, they are. So is it a company problem? Right. Or is it a California problem? I just don't know. It's such a hard question because I think it's a little bit of both. I think when they're making billions of dollars and when Disney now owns the world, they should be able to pay their California people more. Um, I would hope. I would hope they're making enough money to do that. Um, right. I think you have to you price your market. So I thought that was very interesting. Yeah, otherwise um, it might be a little difficult to find employees. Right. Because, exactly. you, you know, they're, they, yes, they're making more than any place else in the country or the same as any place else in the country. It costs a hell of a lot more to live in California than it does any place else in the country. Right. right. So it, yeah. it really, you know, it, it should be a combination there. Um, hey, you know, I don't, how do you lower, hey, how do you lower the cost of living in a place exactly. that is, huh? is, is, is really, really about capitalism? You know, I mean, it's about who's making what. And I mean, people driving around in, you know, people's houses, people is driving around in cars that are, that are the equivalent to people's houses that are, you know, right. 200, 300, $400,000 automobiles. So, hey, you know, it's a very, very competitive place. And how do you how do you not want it to be that competitive? I want it to be that competitive because then it really shows. I mean, you know, there's a lot of people that that are no talents that shouldn't be there. So it really right. shows when talent actually flares, you know, and it's like, whoa, hey, you know, obviously that person, you know, did what they needed to do as far as capitalism is concerned. I like seeing right. it. it. It makes me it makes me go. I want it as a capitalist. I, I want it. I want, it, I want the same thing. How did that person get there? Oh, that's how that person got there. Cool. This is the story. This is the run. This is, you know, this is the pathway. So, exactly. I, you know, how do you, how do you ignore that? And then at the same time go, oh, okay, your employees aren't making enough. Right. You know, <laughs> and they can't even compete. And they want yeah, to compete it, it, and they want to go to the restaurants around there and they want to do all the stuff. They want to buy the cars and they want to do that shit, but they can't ever get ahead. When their right. mortgage is four thousand dollars a month, and right. you know they're trying and, and like to, said, and, the and they're just making up for that the job. cheapest car you can find twelve thousand. Yeah. Uh, it's the cheapest, and that's for not much of a car. Um, and do you really so want to drive around in that? And especially if right. you're if you're trying to compete, you know, I, there's been multiple times in my lifetime where I'm hanging out with different producers and I'm hanging out with different actors, and it's not it's not like competes so much. I don't know how to. If you want to be in that circle, you kind of got to be in that circle. So you got to kind of spend money on Harley Davidson or or, or freaking you know some type of new thing, new car that people are talking about and that people right. are cool to be seen in, and that your your peers are doing the same thing. There's multiple times I bought a Saab at one point because. One of the uh, producers that I was working with and, and liked was also driving a Saab, so wanted to kind of emulate him. So, it's, you know, we, we, you do that stuff when you're in those. And there's a lot of that in, in especially right. Hollywood. And you have Everyone's to. trying to keep up with the Joneses. You can't be seen some driving some. Yeah some piece of garbage, you know, you can't drive up in some normal ass piece of garbage. And, and I mean, unless it's from like, you know, unless it's an antique and then people are vintage and then people are like, Oh, that's a cool piece of shit. You know, instead of, instead of, you know, like, oh, that's just a piece of shit. So right. you got it, you know, you, you really have to do that as, as an actor. And so you see a lot of actors getting trapped in a whole bunch of stuff that they're like, wow, I've got this huge amount of money, you know, and you, and you see them pulling, you know, all sorts of different things to try to get the attention of the people in order to make sure that they're going to be on another show or being making money. Right. And they're not. So it's hard. Yeah, very true. It's hard to continue to do that process. Anyway, I don't even all right, know how we got Let's switch over in more business news. I wanted to talk about IKEA is shutting down its oh. only furniture factory in the United States. Wow. So the Swedish company um, is going to end this production this December, 
and it's plant in Danville, Virginia, the only place in the U.S. Wow. that makes IKEA things. Uh, they're going to move it back to Europe, where they say they can. Did he cut put a cost, tariff so. on on Sweden? Did he put a tariff on Sweden, a neutral country? Did he do, did I he actually don't know do that? that. Why are they that's my out? that's my uh, question. I mean, aren't we supposed to be making it better to do business in America? Now these guys are moving the uh, company yeah. to Europe. Um, yeah, I think that's a very interesting thing. Uh, Danville, Virginia is a, is the heartland of the Bible oh, man, down in there, and they're going to be losing a. They already employer. have a, a problem with jobs. It's not a big plant to begin with. I guess it's only like three hundred and something people, but still, that's 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 a lot yeah. of people in in Danville. That's three hundred people, I'm man. Sure. Right. Uh, you know, we can just add to more millions unemployed. Three hundred right. more. So I thought that was an interesting story. And um, another interesting story, we were talking about Amazon Prime Day yesterday. And one of the things they are doing, this kind of goes into our environment a little bit, is Amazon has a specific part of the company dedicated to finding more economic and environmentally friendly packaging for shipping. They're trying to make it lighter. Cool. They're trying to reuse packaging because we know we have all those stupid peanuts you find in boxes and all this other stuff. They actually have created See, not a machine. Not even the people that design styrofoam want you to use styrofoam anymore. Right. Not even the family they, that designed uh, it. I mean, they're dead. a machine that can suck like all the extra space around items and pull the box in more and make the box smaller, which I think is kind of amazing. Um, so I thought that was kind of interesting that they're actually trying – they they put together Amazon put together an 85 person team devoted to improving packaging and pushing retailers to pack their products in a way that doesn't require another box on top, which I think is pretty genius and I like that for the environment. So I thought that was very very cool. And uh, what else? My last thing that I have we only have about six. Are these recyclable seven. materials? Yes, they're trying to make them recyclable materials and use recyclable materials. So, yes. So, I think that's very cool. Um, Last thing I want to end on that was on my hot button for today, and it's very, very sad and very, very personal to me because I am a huge, huge fan. Um, But Valerie Harper, of course, was Rhoda, went on to be Valerie, have her own show and everything. She's been, uh, she was diagnosed with lung cancer back in 2009, 2013. She ended up having brain cancer. We didn't think she was going to live that long. Uh, but she has, has done really good about moving on. But she's at a point now where her husband, um, Tony Casciotti, has had to start a GoFundMe campaign to help pay for her care, for all the medications and chemotherapy drugs that she's going through. And just that a icon like Valerie Harper is having to have a GoFundMe to help pay for her cancer support just tells me where we're out as far as taking care of our own in this country. And it made me sadder that well, I can Valerie, I didn't she also up. have the TV show the TV show Valerie? She did. She had Valerie. She was on Hogan's Place for a while, if you remember, whatever that was the called. Hogan Family, yeah. With Jason. The Hogan, Hogan Family. Family, right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, she's yeah, been Tom an icon Hodge is in a, the industry. Yeah, Tom a guy that I, that I went to school with uh, to the Chicago Academy for the Arts. Um, actor Tom Hodges was on, on Valerie, I'm pretty sure, or, or, or Hogan Family. And so was uh, – so, um, I mean uh, – Kitty and I have mutual friends. Uh, I don't know who else was on that. Was Jeremy Litt on that? I, I, I don't know. I don't know who else is on that show, but um, my point is, is that uh, Screen Actors Guild obviously has, you know, they've got a producer's health plan. Um, so, and and that must have been exhausted or something, because you know we, we are capable of taking care of our own in, in this union. Um, right. So uh, it saddens me that you know someone who's you know, that's that's three TV series that you just mentioned that she's on and still doesn't have enough money to and, and it has nothing to do with whether or not she handled her money or in funds or anything correctly over her lifetime. 
at the end of No, I'm more talking about it from the healthcare industry and the price of drugs yes. and care than anything oh, yeah. else. No, dude, that's, it should be absolutely free. From. We shouldn't even have to even have this conversation, but we do because there's always an argument about whether or not healthcare should be socialized. So, right. you know, and, and that's absolutely the only thing that should be health, that should be socialized. If we're going to if we're going to really narrow it down, well, socialize that and make sure that that we're well, all Well, it already is for okay. Congress, but that's that's the irony of the whole thing. Congress has it for life. Has their health care socialized and they get it for they life. They have free health care. Once they've been right. elected. Free health care wow. for life. It's not just while they're right. not. So they don't have to burn through their life forever. savings. Exactly. They don't have to burn through their life savings when they have cancer or when they have, you know, some shit that's killing them. So, they, so they're just relying on, men- on taxpayers. Already oh, in, in, relying in on taxpayers Congress. for that shit. Exactly. Yeah, that's nice. So. That's nice. Yeah, that's so real anyway, nice. Can we take that away? That up to talk can we can we the people yeah. take that away from them? Are we allowed hope. to take that away from them? Where where is no, it in the Constitution? They write the laws. They write the yeah, laws. but where That's in the Constitution the does it say that health care needs to be given to our governing officials? Where? Somebody tell me. Three four seven nine eight nine zero one two six. In the Constitution says that health care should be given to our officials and our governing body instead of us. Right. Exactly. So, yeah. That's just so that ridiculous. Kind of, that made me very unhappy on both levels. But I'm unhappy yeah, that no, she's dude, having tough. to go through that, but more unhappy the state of health care in our country um, when we're talking about what have they raised? stupid racist things in Congress instead yeah. of talking about yeah, health care in our country. So, yeah, yep. that kind of really upsets me greatly. Um, what have they raised? Do you know on the on the GoFundMe page for Valerie? I did not. It's look Valerie that part Harper, up, by the way, by guys. Yeah, yeah, Valerie Harper. Yeah, I've not looked that up yet. But I just I just saw the article. They had to start one, and it was uh, reported by Variety that is a true thing. It wasn't someone scamming. I checked that first too to make sure it wasn't scammed right. by somebody. Right. And it is an actual no, thing that's happening. Her right. husband started it. Yeah. Right. So. Anyway, well, I think I the Screen Actors Guild, the Screen Actors Guild members, since I was frustration that we're since I was 16. voting on whether that president is a racist instead of voting on health care mm, instead our of health care, because that's what our <laughs> president wants us to talk about. Oh man, dude, such a big distraction, this guy. I'm telling you, such a big distraction. He needed impeached so, for saying that the armies took over the airports in 1776. That's the dumbest exactly. thing I've ever heard. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard anybody ever say. It's just dumb. You can go away already. And it, it, there shouldn't be any other statements made. And yet we're giving there him more opportunities go. to make statements. And now these are racist. That's awesome. Right. <laughs> oh, so that's where we're going to end it today. Tomorrow when we, really? call, when we come in, I want to talk about all the Emmy nominations. But out today, Game of Thrones with an amazing 39 Emmy nominations. Um, that that's too big of a subject to hit in the last two minutes here, so we'll save that for tomorrow. Um, but lots of stuff to talk about. No, dude, week, I just I got done. I just got done watching. I just got done watching all of Game of Thrones, uh, and I was going to talk about it with you, but I know you haven't watched it. I watched all sixty-nine freaking hours of that thing, and um, well, we'll and then I watched all of to the Emmys tomorrow because I think there's we have a lot of pop culture. We'll go into Emmys tomorrow. There were some big snubs and there were some great surprises in there and uh, we'll talk about all that tomorrow. Tune in 3 o'clock Pacific time, 6 o'clock Eastern time. You can listen in or you can call in and talk to us what your thoughts are. 347-989-0126 As apropos for our last story of the day, we're going to end with David Hernandez and his song WTF, which means exactly what it says. Right, we'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> Thank you, Bye. sir. Bye. Appreciate that. Peace. David Hernandez, Prince Ford.
ahead and let me ask you. 